This is a Capricorn FM podcast. And right now we talk to Chief Scientist at the Council for Geoscience, Michelle Khrobelar, looking at the issue around residents in the East Rand, uh, taking to social media to share videos and their experiences when the earthquake took place yesterday morning. Michelle, good morning. Welcome to the show. Good morning. Michelle, I think maybe let's start by getting a few... Uh, you know, uh, terminology right when it comes to this issue? Do we say earthquake or tremors? I mean, is there a difference? How can we describe what took place yesterday morning? Well, in in seismological uh, field, it, it's the same thing. Um, anytime the earth shakes, uh, we just we, we define it as an earthquake. Um, I know, I think the earth tremor, earthquake thing is more of, um, comes from more of, from when people, you know, the, the the local jargon and stuff like that. Um, but in the seismological terms, we to us it's the same thing. We we don't differentiate because it's when the earth shakes, it's when the earth quakes. So it's an earthquake. <laughs> well, the earth tremors. Okay, now I get you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, do we know uh, why the East Rand was the epicenter of the earthquake and what could have caused it? We we don't really know um, because there's so much still that we've got to learn in seismology uh, across the world. Um, as you can imagine, in in Japan, Turkey, everyone is trying to get to understand uh, why we have earthquakes. Um, but because we've had it in the past, uh, especially because it's also a mining region, we we tend to favour or we tend to to think that it could be because of the abandoned mines there um, that they are now. Uh, filling up with water, and what happens there is that the seismicity, well, the, the, the joints or the fractures or the faults within the ground start to get uh, lubricated by the water, and that's why you then start to get ground motions. We start to get your earthquakes um, along those. So that's what we're tending towards, um, but obviously we'll still carry on looking into it uh, to try and get as much information as possible to try and narrow it down a bit better. Yeah, so it's not far-fetched. I mean, we've been seeing on social media this past weekend people trying to connect the dots and uh, coming up with a whole lot of maybe in inverted commas conspiracy theories um, around you know, the this happening or uh, just in the few kilometers outside a mine. So f- from what you're explaining, even though it hasn't quite been you know substantiated, it's it's not far-fetched. Correct, correct. Because of these mines have now, as I said, they've been abandoned, they've been left. Um, so now what usually happens is then the, the water starts from the water table, from underground, starts filling up. And, and we've seen this in the past. In fact, you also see it um, at dams. When a dam is uh, freshly built, newly built, and it starts filling up water, um, it also can create earthquakes. It actually happened at the Katsi Dam in Lesotho, um, where, where they had a magnitude 3 point of I can't remember now what it was again. But they, they had an earthquake there because of the dam. The dam then lubricated, or well, the water in the dam lubricated the fault and then caused this, the earthquake that they experienced. So that's what we're tending to think with with, um, with what's happening here. We noticed the seismicity um, once all the mines had closed. It did drop. And then we noticed that it started rising again. And that's with the water rising as well. So that's what we're tending to, to think at the moment. Is there a reason for us to worry? I mean, the rest of the um, country in other provinces and also for the people of Bosbeck. I mean, this caused panic on social media. Yes, I can imagine. Um, yeah, I wouldn't say worry. I think what needs to happen is we need to be more aware of, of this effect. Uh, we, we, you know, South Africa is uh, quite 
I don't know what you want to say, privileged that we're in a, a low to moderate seismically active area. Um, so the, the size of earthquakes you do get is in your, your mid-range, like your fours. Um, the only big one that we had was in, in Sirius uh, in 1969. Um, so that was a 6.3. So I think it's more... The advice would be more be aware. Um, so should you should you experience these earthquakes and do feel a bit scared, then just take the necessary precautions um, to protect yourself, um, such as getting under a table, so anything if you're indoors, so nothing falls on your head. If you're outdoors, stay away from your power lines and trees and stuff. Um, so I think that's the best the best thing to do. Well, I sleep like a dead man. I'd probably wake up <laughs> on the other side of life. <laughs> but Michelle, there wouldn't even be a chance to go under the table, Michelle, because there are some people that I spoke to, and they said to me, "I woke up in the morning and I, I saw videos of people's homes cracked and others completely yes. collapsed." Is there some kind of recourse for these people? I'm not sure that that would have to be. Uh, I assume that would. I, that's out of my scope, I'm afraid. So I'm. A, I, yeah. I assume that would have to go to the insurance and stuff. I. I really don't know that. And part. the gift of Sorry. the gifts. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Michelle, I, I'm going to leave it here for today. Thank you so much for just helping us understand, you know, um, the science behind and just to make it clear to us what actually happened yesterday morning. That is the chief scientist at the Council for Geoscience, Michelle Robelar. That was a Capricorn FM podcast. For more podcasts, visit capricornfm.co.za.